0: Love well, Talk with Amber, where I talk about the not-so-sunny side of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Amber, and I'm so excited because we have a special guest in the building. Today, we're talking to Zakira. She's a photographer, brand strategist, and her newest title, a published author. And she's here to talk to us about how to pivot in entrepreneurship. Zakira, are you ready to spill the tea?
1: Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: <laughs> so I'd like to start off the interview by asking... Who were you before you became a business owner, and who are you now? Like, how did you become an entrepreneur?
1: So that's an interesting question, because I believe that I got my entrepreneur experience from my parents. Um, my dad, after he got out of the um, Army, I mean, I'm sorry, after he got off the Air Force, ooh, I hope he doesn't hear that. <laughs> After he got out of the air force, study business, and then he moved from Ohio. He studied in Ohio. That's where his family is, and then he moved to Atlanta, the heart, the entrepreneur hub, right? So while he was there, that's where he learned to drive. He loved to drive, so he drove a limo, he drove a taxi, and then he later drove, um, eighteen-wheeler truck, got a CDL. So he was always just doing what he loves, around driving, and then throw in my mom. My mom from New York, she loves. Uh, everything creative. So she studied graphic design, but she too migrated from New York to Atlanta, right? The Entrepreneur Hub to focus on what she loved to do. So I feel like entrepreneurship has always been in me. It's been in my blood. But of course, the more, the deeper you dive into it, the more you're running it, the more you're running your business, less as a hobby and more as a business the more you learn as an entrepreneur. So I feel like before then, sure, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm grateful to have learned my purpose at a young age and I was just doing what I love to do, you know, taking photos everywhere. I would introduce you to a camera when I was five years old. So, but then by the time I studied it in school and started taking on some clients, then I realized, okay, this can be taken to another level. Entrepreneurship is not for everyone. It's far from easy, but it's a great benefit of, you're more in tune to your purpose, other than I would say. I mean, of course, everybody has their own path of when they really find out their purpose, but being an entrepreneur versus not being an entrepreneur is, it kind of puts you ahead of the game. Like, for example, when I started out at entrepreneurship, so I started out photographing, and then life happened, right? I needed to uh, get a job because I was getting married or I was relocated to a new state and I just needed another job to pay for expenses, you know, because sometimes there are slow seasons. It's a mountain. It's a, it's a roller coaster ride. So that's when I learned, okay, I kind of do need to get a job and that's okay. Cause some people can do that. They can do the side hustle as well as the nine to five or the uh five to nine, you know, however they want to do it. So I think being an entrepreneur versus not being an entrepreneur put me ahead of the the game of any entry level job position, um, because you have to be able to problem solve and you have to be able to stay on your toes. So I think for me that's the that's the different that I've learned. I started going into who I am I, as an entrepreneur versus just you know who I am as a person and what I enjoy doing.
0: So what are you doing now as far as business? Like what is your focus?
1: So my focus is really to help other brands or other influencers to really narrow down their social media brand. So I want them to cultivate it if they don't already have their brand, if they don't already know it, to create it and then to curate it and to maintain it. Because your personality is your brand, ideally. No matter where you go in your business, no matter how many times you pivot or change your business, the, your brand is you. So, I help to make sure that the small businesses understand that first and foremost. So before they even launch their social media channel, they need to know, okay, am I going to use my my name like my first name, my last name, my first name, and my middle name, or am I going to have a certain brand company name that I have in mind? So it's just a matter of making sure that they know what it is that they want to start off with before the bigger important steps, you know, that photo shoot, having a website done and curating that beautiful Instagram page. So that's what my focus is initially when it comes to being an entrepreneur, because also being an entrepreneur means just serving other people daily.
0: Absolutely. And I heard that you say that entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Can you elaborate on that? Like, who do you feel like it's not really for? Because I know that, you know, with social media, you know, once you're friends with like one entrepreneur, you end up being friends with everybody who's an entrepreneur and people make it seem so easy and things like that. So what are some things that you would say can help you decide whether entrepreneurship is or is not for someone? Well, of course,
1: yes. Whoever you hang out with, the five people in your life really define what your life is really about right so if you do hang around entrepreneurs you 're already in the right mindset because that's where you want to be you're around other problem solvers you're around other people who do not quit at the first sight of something very difficult you're around other people who um, can have it, tap into their creative creativity even if they're not creative you know naturally like you know web designer photographers and graphic designers and all that stuff but you can tap into your creativity but most importantly you are a People person because sure you can be an, uh, an introvert, but as long as you love people, uh, that's the most important thing of entrepreneurship. Because business to business, that's really what entrepreneurship is. Now, if you feel like you need stability, if you feel like you need um, a certain to know your analyticals, so that you're thinking all about how much is my overhead gonna be? How much am I gonna get at the end of the year? How much am I gonna be able to file and get back on taxes? You know, if you're really, really analytical or you really just, you're know you not okay with traveling, right? Because sometimes you have to travel or sometimes you have to be alone a lot. And if you are an extrovert that just feeds off of being around other people, maybe entrepreneurship is not good for you. So things of that sort are how to really examine how well do you handle problems? Basically, because problems are going to come up all the time. So it's just a matter of how well are you able to have, handle problems, especially on your own, because until you do narrow down that tribe of entrepreneurs or that team for your company, it's going to be very lonely at first. So the question is, can you handle it? If you were to examine yourself, if you were to do what you were doing, if you loved doing what you're doing and you would never pay for it like ever in life or even for a whole year, would you be satisfied?
0: And I think that's something that's very important because, you know, when I first got into entrepreneurship, it was because I needed something to get out of my anxiety and depression. Web design was it. I was like, I always knew that I wanted to do something with business and I was not sure. Doing web design and things like that, I was like, this is something I could, I could get jiggy with this. So I think you're absolutely right. It depends on you know, your skills and do you have problems? You know, can you solve problems? Really to add on to what you're saying, if you're open-minded, you have to be open-minded with um, entrepreneurship because if you're not, it's just like you won't, you really won't grow as a person or as a business. Absolutely,
1: yes. Open-minded is definitely another one of those keywords that I would definitely add to do I want to be an entrepreneur?
0: So I know that uh, with all of the things that you do and I know that you're an expert in many things, I know that you recently wrote a book. I did. (laughs)
1: How
0: how did you end up from going to curating the social media and making sure that people stay on brand and doing photography and doing all of these amazing things in the business world to actually writing your book?
1: You know what? It's been an interesting process. I'll say that the book itself. Between my mom and I, because we kind of co-wrote it together. The joke is, it's taken 18 years. So technically, um, it's about it's a memoir. My book is called Seeing Life Through a Different Lens, and it's a memoir um, on surviving childhood cancer. So I have a rare childhood eye cancer called retinoblastoma, and so the book goes back and forth between my mom's perspective, you know, of course, from the day that you know I would. She was pregnant with me, and then the day that I was born, and then when things started changing after that, I went to the observation of surgery, and things of that sort. So it's been, what she says, 18 years in the making. Of course, you know, I got my writing genes from her as well. So at first, I wasn't going to write the book. It was supposed to be all her. But mm-hmm. then she got her manuscript back from a publisher or a certain, you know, a publishing package, and I'm like, I'm not feeling this. Let me see what I can do. And so that's when I just realized, you know what, I guess I really am a writer. Another one of my creative entrepreneur skills of being able to write. And so then it just, after that, it kind of took me two years. I wanted to have a twist on making it more modernized, I would say, not too medical. Of course, medical is great for education, but I wanted to make it more modernized. And so that itself took a couple of years because, I'm referencing, you know, re- you got to be able to research a lot too um, because I referenced a lot of the books that I read when I was growing up. You know, I love Chicken Soup for Soul. I love the idea of Diary of Anne Frank and things of that though. So I wanted to be more personable and more uh, relatable. But that took about two years because when when you're diving into parts of your life that you may want have wanted to forgot, forget about, <laughs> it gets a little difficult. So of course, between... Of course, having photography clients, social media clients, you know, once again, life happens, so we got to get a part-time job here and there. It was hard to manage the schedule and also manage the Instagram feed. But of course, in between that, I just try to keep my inspiration up and keep it going by watching other movies, other documentaries, listening to other podcasts, reading other books. And then, of course, the Instagram feed came down to if I if my creative juices were not flowing, what I would do is look at other authors that I admire who also recently published a book and see how they are doing. And I kind of look at their data a little bit too, just to see, okay, what, what kind of posts work for them? And let me try to see what works for me. And then I look at my own data on my Instagram analytics or even my Facebook or Twitter analytics and see what works and what doesn't work. So it's definitely a positive. It's definitely positive when it comes to promoting as well, but it's all rewarding. Every, no matter which way you pivot, it's all very rewarding in the end.
0: So to elaborate on that, I know, like we were just saying that you are multi-talented and you're multi-passionate and you are very well, you know, you do very well at what you do. So... No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't always feel that way, but thank you. <laughs> no problem. So my question is, what do you think about coaches giving the advice of staying in one lane? You know, how we see how we were just talking about how once you're friends with one entrepreneur, you end up being friends with a bunch of them. And for me, um, I'm friends with a lot of coaches, consultants, and things like that. And one of the things that I see a lot is people saying that they, people need to pick a lane. How do you feel about that? And what is your advice on not staying in one lane? Because you have pivoted a lot.
1: I have. It's funny enough, now that I've realized it, I actually just finished a couple of photo shoots and the number one question was, how long have you been photographing? And I had to think about it. I'm like, one, we're in a new decade. Two, that means I've been doing it for exactly 10 years. So it's always just been a matter of, I guess, staying in tune to my purpose, but also staying into what I know that I enjoy. I know that I am a creative at heart. So anything creative, whether it's photographing, writing, directing, um, editing, of course, show notes for my podcast. Anything that could, my, my, my purpose is to inspire you to really step outside of your comfort zone and tell your story, you know, through the means of however I tell my story. So whether that is through a video, whether that is through a photograph, whether that is through a book or even a podcast. So I think, um, I, think I also want to go back to you are who you spend the most time around. So, of course, it's better to not have all eggs in one basket. Um, That's why, you know, most billionaires, millionaires, maybe even trillionaires, have at a minimum seven streams of income. Gratefully, for me, it's all going to be creative-related, creativity-related. As long as you can kind of diversify whatever it is you love to do, you know, and make it, if people don't want to take on your consulting Services that they want to DIY do it themselves. You have a YouTube series or a podcast or even a a mini book or mini video series on a course to help them. Or um, for those who just want to have a product just to support you or to say that they know you when they do see you in person at conferences and things of that sort, that's where books come in. And, you know, just a matter of staying on, I would say not stay in one place, because we change all the time, like that's, that's a part of humanity, we always change all the time, but as long as you know the core of who you are, and what you want in life, and um, out of entrepreneurship, you have to remind yourself all the time, why am I doing this, why am I doing this, so, you know, as long as you are staying close to your purpose, um, I say never stay in, in one place.
0: And I absolutely agree with you. It's because you you do need to evolve as a person and as a business, and it is good to be known for something, but it's also good to have, you know, other things that you're good at. So let me ask you this. Do you think that every skill that we have, should we monetize every skill that we have? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, I mean, I
1: think everything is – Can be, well, obviously everything can be learned, um, especially if you're not like a sales or money person, but everything literally can be monetized.
0: (laughs) I think that's, I think that's true too, because the things that we used to do for ourselves have been monetized, like grocery shopping, regular shopping. All of these things have been turned into um, revenue streams for people as well. And you
1: have no idea how many ideas can just be created, especially for, I think, a lot, thank goodness for mothers, because a lot of the creativity comes in when they're stressed out, you know, wondering, why can't X, Y, Z happen to make my life easier for me and my baby? Mm. So a lot of these, you know, ideas just come out in, in the struggle of time. So there's always there's always an idea that can be, generated there's always an idea that can be monetized
0: absolutely so tell me what's coming up next for you
1: i feel like this is going to be march is going to be a good month now that we're finally out of out of out of winter blues or whatever it was because the weather was so bipolar <laughs> but um i have a few speaking gigs coming up um those speaking gigs are also going to be uh, incorporated with book signings i'm looking forward to going on a book Tour so I can finally meet more people in person because I love being an entrepreneur, but I also love people. So mm-hmm. even though I'm an introvert, I may need to recharge after I see you, but I'm looking forward to seeing you on a tour. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, I love traveling. I've been to 10 countries in my lifetime so far. I really want to, um, believe it or not, I'm a young one, so I haven't even reached age 30 yet. So I really want to go to 30 countries by the age of 30. So I know I can do it. I can either hop on a cruise or just go country hopping. To one of the small countries and make that happen thats just I just want to generalize what I do also to keep focused is to write down my goals so I write down my goals I also write down in a sense of gratitude what has been accomplished so far, so literally i'm just speaking out of what I've written down for you know this year to be able to travel to be able to um be closer to family to be able to be do more in person events to meet more people. So I feel like I don't know what's going to happen first because I'm leaving it, you know, all up in the air to, for, to let it manifest. If you, you know, I guess I could just say follow me on social media <laughs> to find out where in the words I care is next.
0: It has been amazing interviewing you. So how can my listeners keep up with you on social media?
1: Perfect. Well, there's plenty of ways you can follow me. I am everywhere on social media at Illuminous One, um, I-L-L. U-M-I-N-O-U-S-O-N-E and that's where you can find me and luckily on my Instagram I kind of tag my other like sub companies and things of that sort and then of course there's my podcast it's um, Living Legacy Podcast and that's where I have well it depends because life happens but for the most part it is a weekly podcast but uh, it's where women of purpose share stories of resilience of also overcoming adversity And then, of course, you can also get to know me a little bit through my book. Um, It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, iBooks, and Google Playbooks. See life through a different lens. A survivor's memoir on overcoming adversity with resilience. And then last but not least, my website. We can find out more about my services and just get to know more about me, which is ZakiraNayar.com.
0: And could you spell that form? Because I know they're not. Right. There. Yeah. B as <laughs> a Diva.
1: A A K I R A H N as a Nancy A Y Y A R dot com.
0: So this has been another five episode of Plug Talk with Amber, meant to inform and inspire. And remember, you can move around as much as you want as long as it makes sense to you. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.